Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. away this week uh this is Kali here as you probably could tell um and we're glad to take this off just five of us so uh hey kev what's up what's good what's good everyone oh man. Right, what's up rich what's good and uh juan what's good hello everyone oh and uh call what's good uh not like guys uh, i bought myself this nice little puffco plus uh, puffco pro it's a really nice investment and yeah i'm having a great day as you can tell today we're here with we got Marcus is his name here, but you may know him as... You can call me Mark Q. That's what I'm known as on Instagram. It's good to be here. We're looking forward to getting to chat with you guys for a while. So happy to be here, man. All the way from Japan. Yes, yeah. sir. Japan. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Mark is, a, Mark is a big penny collector. And, uh, you know, he's the third guest of our Penny Month penny segment. Uh, penny Month yeah. segment. So uh, excited to get him on. I know Rich has been talking a lot about mark uh he's a huge penny collector so we'll definitely get into that but he's the the third installment of our penny month so welcome mark thank you thanks for having me so as we do normally uh we're gonna start this segment off with what is it wares and pickups so uh hmm, let's start off who should we go with first let's start off with juan because he's given a big clap maybe he got some good pickups or wares this week i have not any good pickups I told you guys offline of my missed pickup. And maybe if I catch any of you in SeekerCon, I'll tell you that story because I will not repeat it on this pod. But in terms of wares, I kept it simple. Red ones, the Royal One Lows. Oh, I wore those Balenciagas that my mom gave me from when she went to Paris. They're like the Balenciaga Phantoms. They're very comfortable. You guys know me. I don't really wear like flashy stuff like that, but there's a gift from my mom. So shout out to her for giving me that. And I had a okay week, and if I like I said, if I catch you in person, you want to hear my missed pickup? I'll tell you about it. Good oh, one, yeah. That that missed pickup, guys. You don't want to miss out. Just you got to hear it. It's, I mean, it, it, I see a positive to it and a negative to it, but you're gonna have to ask Juan yourself about it. All right, good pickups, good wares. Let's go next. Let's go with Kev. Yeah. All right. So relatively short week for me in terms of pickups because I went to another cottage. So, uh, you know me, when I'm at the cottage, uh, I always bring with me those green glow easy slides. So that was heavy rotation while I was there. But I also brought my New Balance 997H. I rocked as well uh, the Vasquez Air Max 1. I also rocked the, the Mars Yard overshoe conversion that Kanatsky did for me. That's also becoming heavy rotation pairs. So Shoutouts to Kanatsky for removing that overshoe for me. Love that Mars Yard pair. And then lastly, uh, today I rocked the Air Max 1, uh, that women's Air Max 1 cobblestone pair. So uh, undies that today. That was my rotation. Uh, in terms I'm of sorry, pickups. Kev, yo, everyone for the, for the, that's listening, Kev, when he thinks of stuff, he uses every resource, everything, because he does not waste materials. And Kev <laughs> yes. Yes. If you guys saw, he had the uh, over part of the shoe made it into hats for him and his kid. That is fire. Aside yeah. from the shoe that Kanazi did, dope. he uses everything. He does not waste anything. 
So if y'all check all the stuff he did from that overshoe and everything else, y'all gotta check that out. That's that's mad respect. And the stuff that he thinks about, like I'm like trying to figure out what I would do if I had certain materials. <laughs> that shit is dope, Kev. That shit was crazy. Yeah. So shit. I guess um I didn't I didn't get them in hand yet. So they're being shipped to me, but Actually, you know what? I sorry, I missed one other wear. It was uh, the Chicago Dunk SB. Um, yeah, so sorry. In terms of pickups, so I had a. It was my birthday a couple days ago. Not necessarily a pickup, but I got gifted a few things. So, actually, just from from one person, I got some uh, some reading materials. So a homie of mine, he got this Slam Kicks book for me. Let me see oh. that. He also got this for me. This book. This uh, the Dunk book. I don't know if you guys can see that. Sorry, the glare. There's the wrapping still on, but Unless the book. Leave it in the and then lastly, he got me this book out of the box, The Rise of Sneaker Culture. I don't know if you guys can see that, but a little bit of reading material for myself. But yeah, super excited to get those books. Actually, I still got it in the box here. I haven't even opened it, but in that box is not for me, but it's for my son. It's the Nike Dunk low that like St. Patrick's pair. It randomly dropped on uh, Blue Tile Lounge, but um, I got that. And then as you guys heard, uh, I didn't really want to mention it until I got it in hand. I wanted to wait until I got it, but since you guys already mentioned it, I had that Mark Overshoe converted by Kanatsuki. So he took off the, the Overshoe, he did the sole swap for me, you know, took the blue sole off, and then as they mentioned, I took that blue sole and I swapped it and I put it onto a, a Nike Air Trainer 1 SP um, as like a hybrid because I didn't want to waste the midsole. So I had Kanatsuki take off the midsole from that one, put the blue one on that one, took the strap from that overshoe and he put it on as a replacement to that Air Trainer 1. So I created like a hybrid, but then I had that extra material from the overshoe, the white material in the upper. And I was like, what the fuck am I gonna do with this? And I've been following this cat on Instagram for a while. Actually, Mark might know him, might know of him. I'm, he, he's from Hawaii. That's the only reason why I say that, but maybe he doesn't. But it's this, it's this uh, cat named um, Illicoi Goods, and he does these custom hats out of materials. I don't know if, if you've heard of him, Mark, but uh, he's out in, he's out in, uh, and I'm gonna butcher the name of this, the, this city, but uh, it's close to Honolulu, Can Can uh, Kanohe or something? Yeah, Kaniohe. Kaniohe. Sorry, <laughs> I knew I was gonna butcher it. Anyways, he's okay, out there. Yeah. I sent him the material. Oh, sorry, I asked him first if he could, uh, you know, create a hat with me, a hat for me with the materials, and he said, you know, he would give it a shot. So I sent over the materials to him, and um, he's like, yeah, I can work with this, and he created a custom hat, basically like a five-panel hat for me out of the extra Mars yard material. And it turned out super dope. He said, you know what? I got enough material to make another hat. So I said, you know what? Make one for my son too. And he was like, yeah, sure. No problem. And I basically had him just freestyle it. I said, listen, just use all the material that you can use all the hardware that's on there to kind of just make it unique and do your thing. Because honestly, like he just kills all these custom caps that he makes. So I kind of just put, his craft in his own hands and just have him surprise me with uh, two hats uh, matching one for my son and, and myself and kind of like a, a birthday present to myself too. So when I get it in hand, I'll definitely show you guys uh, an in-hand look, but those were my wares and pickups for the week. Oh, so, so. here's that. I definitely, definitely want to see that. Those are, those are sick. Oh, 
These are for my son. So I didn't even realize this swoosh was like so shiny gold. I thought it was just like a whatever, but it's a metallic gold. Anyways, yeah, those are my words of pickups. I didn't realize they released those in kids' prices as well. Solid week. Yeah. Solid week. All right. So I think I'll go next because, you know, Mark, we usually leave Rich for last because he usually has like 20 pickups at once or like you know, <laughs> he wears more shoes than I own. So, uh, yeah. As for wares, this week I realized it's August and I have a pair of Triple White Ultra Boost I put away last fall until the spring and I didn't bring it out until today. So I had to take those out and get one wear in at least this summer with them. Uh, I wore on holidays in Barbados. I wore a lot of my acronym blazers. Those were came in clutch or some Gucci sneakers, you know, for formal dinners. I wore triple black ultra boost. Today I went out and wore my wave runners. You know, summer's almost over. I feel like because football season is around the corner. Where the fuck did you get those pants from, man? What those pants? Those are from like 2013 HM, baby. Those are okay. special. So it was one of those pants. Balenciaga specials. I mean, yeah, why not? As for pickups, the last one for a long time, but bam. I ended up picking up my uh, Adidas Terex Free Hiker High Cold Ready. So that's the shoes, the winter boots, sneaker boots I wanted last year. And I know we have a whole episode about sneaker boots aren't boots, but technically these are. They're waterproof. They're amazing high cut for snow and they go with my snowsuit. So So I have the the set now. So the wear test will be when we get snow. So we definitely got to come back. We're going to definitely have to touch upon it. But I mean, shout out, uh, oh, it's Teddy. Um, One of my favorite YouTubers slash sneaker blog used to be known as Boost God. But yeah, he showed these to me and he lives in Colorado and goes snowboarding and he wears these things in feet of snow. So they should hold up for Canadian winter and they go with the set. Now I have the whole suit. So uh, I'm really happy with that. And that is my week. So oh. we'll see. So let's go with Mark next. Okay. So in terms of wares, recently Airpenny One, Phoenix, Suns colorway, I've been wearing summer shoe. I've always felt like the Sprite Penny 2. That's like the perfect summer shoe. Um, been a go-to summer shoe for me for like probably the past 10 years Been wearing that a lot this past week actually been wearing my um south beach lebrons as well finally got around to picking up a pair of those this year been wearing those this week as well air max one concepts heavy that's been in rotation recently as well and ultra boost silver anniversary i wear those a lot just because they're incredibly comfortable so that's pretty much it for wears should we do pickups as well yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, pickups. I haven't been buying a whole bunch of shoes. I do have both of the the recess joints, the Airpenny. What was the collab? The social status. Social status. Social status. Yeah. I got both pairs of the social status on the way. Um, shout out to um, this guy I know on IG. His name is Ill Will. He was kind enough to pick them up for me just because those two pairs aren't releasing in Japan for whatever reason. I've been tracking them. He sent them to me like a couple weeks ago. They just entered the country. So I'm looking forward to finally having those in hand sometime over the the next few days. So really excited about finally getting those. One more pickup. And I was going to do a video about these on my page, but they just got here yesterday. But since it fits the theme of the show, I'll just pull these out. They literally just got here yesterday. I've been after these for super long. And Rich will probably appreciate it. Okay. Any threes? Yeah, Penny 3. So House of Hoops only exclusive. Uh, they did two dope. pairs. One black and blue. I've had those for a while, but the silver pair I've been after for super long. 
finally found them dead stock my size. So been after these for a while. Penny three silver. Also for these. Yeah. Great so that's to see it. You pick um, up a classic. It's an older item. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, that's sort of the way my collection is trending now. Not buying a whole lot of new releases. I tend to buy, you know, stuff that I missed over the years. Oh yeah. So Mark, when you get a chance, um, if you could snap us a, a nice pick of those pennies, we'll when we upload the pod, we'll, we'll include that pick just so the, the uh, listeners can see that. Yeah, 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 I'll send that yeah, over me, to you. Take a pick and shoot me a DM. And, For some uh, reason, I thought he was going to say shoot me a DM and send me those shoes over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what size are you, Rich? What size are you? We can work something out, maybe. I'm a 10, man. 10, 10, oh, what? And 90s, 10 and a half. I was hoping you were going to say something like yeah. 12 or something. I'm a 10, 10 and a half too. So. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> they got some yeah. trades in the work. Got no excuse. We're that same size. One quick question before we move on to Rich. What is the like the duties you would have to pay if you're bringing in shoes? Because I know there's a lot of things that aren't available over in Asia, especially Japan, China, that area. So what type of duties are you paying if they catch it, if it's not like a gift or something, right? Because in Canada, right. it's pretty bad. Yeah. So typically, if I ask people to ship shoes over, I ask them to mark it as a gift. So hopefully I can dodge that that import tax. But like if I'm buying something off of like StockX or, or Goat or something, I'll usually get hit with like a $50 tax on one pair of sneakers. So, I mean, plus the $50 shipping, I'm looking at paying a $100 premium on top of what resellers would probably be selling that shoe for. So right. it can get quite ridiculous and that's in usd too right so us dollars yep yeah and right now the japanese yen is is very weak so it's contributing a lot to my my current purchasing habits right great pickups great wares all right and yeah, now on to rich well, for i'll start with wares so for wares i wore my youngest son his birthday was uh over the weekend so happy birthday to king so we took him to legoland and uh i wore uh the almond year threes been wearing that uh, Air Max Trainer, the Air Trainer 3, the medicine ball. Been putting in some work in those. Love that pair. That pair is so fucking clean. Like, it literally just goes with everything. Been rocking those. Wore the Air Max Day, uh, Air Max 1s, the 97s, the gold pair. Been rocking those. Wore the Penny once again, that next colorway. That's another one, yeah. Been rocking the Skeptos too. A lot of Air Maxes. Just kind of been putting in some work in those. Uh, infrared 90s, of course. Black Cement 3s. Yeah, I think that's about it in terms of pairs that have been rocking. Pickups, I have one. Uh, and sorry, Mark, I apologize. And I was I was hoping you were going to be in the panel because I'm going to save that pair for the panel because it kind of coincides with Penny and everything. But I figured I'd keep it in the basketball realm. So I ended up scooping this recently. Had my eye on it. The Reebok question that Ooh, uh, that brown pair. Yeah, man. Super fucking clean, man. Like super clean. Love it. Nice. Yeah, quality on point. I love when they do the the question in this color blocking, just the toe. That's all they need to do, in my opinion, when it comes to it. But very super clean pair, man. And shout out to eBay, eBay Canada. I actually got this on eBay Canada. Brand new, and it was marked down. It was below retail. So, yeah, picked up the question. I know it's about Penny, um, but, you know, AI, definitely. We know what AI, AI did to the game as well. So I figured it'd be fitting um, in terms of a, a ball shoe to go with this. But... Yeah, super clean pair, man. But yeah, when you when you hear that pin episode, you'll be able to hear the pair that uh, I'm holding for it. I'm pretty sure you'll appreciate it. Something that's a little different, but still, still a nice one. Nice. Yeah, that's it for me. I mean, you know me. I got more pickups, but 
it's all about Penny. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to come with those other things. So I'll, uh, I'll save those for later episodes. <laughs> but I got a, I got a few in the chamber. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Well, I mean, you got I will some ominous, I'm pretty sure. I will, I will talk. I'm lying. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into a few more. Sorry, that I won't show, but you guys, you guys know what it is. Salute to the homies at Omnis. For these two pairs, actually, I ended up picking up the uh, off-white twos, the lows, the black pair. They weren't my size. My hope, what I had planned on doing because SneakerCon is coming, the price was right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to grab these. I'm going to wait for SneakerCon and hopefully swap for my size. But I had a homie of mine and he was looking for them. So I ended up blessing him with that pair. And honestly, he's, he's one of those dudes. He wears them. So I said, you know what? Cool whatever. If I can get back what I paid, I'll help you out. So that pair ended up going to him. It's actually good. The black pair is nice. I'm kind of glad I got to see it in hand because I haven't seen it in hand up until that point. So now for me, I'm going to stick with the white. The white has always been what the heart wanted. Like I always wanted that white pair. And having the black one in hand kind of just solidified that I don't want to settle for that one. And the white pair is what I want. But um, salute to the homies are honest. The price was great. And I'm just glad that, you know, I was able to help help my homie out. So he's able to get those and wear them and enjoy them. So those I got. And then salute Thomas again, picked up a pair of white on white Air Force Ones for uh, my son, who I gave the to him and I told him they was for school and I picked them up from the mall and he was rocking them <laughs> shits ready. This is why I hold on to his shoes because he just has no self-control. Yes, Marquise, I'm talking about you. Um, so salute Thomas, white on white Air Force Ones. And he just picked them up and he had them on. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's just like, you know, I got to look fresh when I go to the mall. I'm yeah. just like, dude, I'm going to slap you. I was but just going to say, it's a, su- right it's a summer. The girl's are there, you know, like, he's got to look oh, yeah. fresh. I, fresh for a white on white. I couldn't, even, feel I a couldn't even be mad at it. I couldn't even be mad at it. I was like, I, I probably would have did the same <laughs> shit. So, yeah, white on white Air Force ones. That, you know, you know how that goes. But that, that's the thing for these kids now. So, salute to Omnis. So, those pairs both got from them. That's it. That's all. That's <laughs> all right. So that's all the wears and pickups, it looks like. I guess, uh, Kev, you can take it away. Yeah, let's get into it because uh, we have a special, special guest, uh, Mark, with us all the way from Japan right now. So appreciate you uh, making time out of your schedule uh, with the time difference to join us on, on this episode. Mark, again, like we mentioned, he's a huge penny collector. So only fitting that we have him to uh, to close out the, the third installment of this penny month before we get into our, our panel but welcome mark thanks for having me guys really excited to, to talk about penny with y'all yeah let's get into it so first off i mean we always like to ask uh you know get a backstory so tell us uh, a little bit where your sneaker journey began like what are some of your favorite models colorways brands that got you into sneakers okay like if you guys want to start at the beginning like you know my mom was always pretty good about making sure i had some kind of recognizable brand on my feet, you know, before even sneakers really mattered to us, like back in elementary school, whether that be Converse, Reebok, Nike, I want to say, and I think you guys will probably appreciate this, the first pair that actually felt like it mattered to me, like personally, like it felt like it was, you know, sneaker that allowed me to, you know, show my sense of style was, and it's kind of an obscure one, I'm not sure if you'll recognize it, but this was in 95 or 96. So I was like in the sixth grade and I know I'm dating myself here, but it was the Air Maestro 3. Yes. I don't know if that rings <laughs> yeah. a bell. So like usually oh, when you yeah. hear Maestro, you think of the 
joints that Scottie Pippen wore. Yeah. Yeah, in the All-Star game, the all all red ones when he won MVP. Mm -hmm. So that's the probably the most iconic maestro. The ones that came after that, they're a little bit less recognized. Some people call them the Maestro 3. If you look up like Maestro 96, sometimes it'll pull up images of it. But the reason I say you guys might recognize it is because Damon Stoudemire kind of famously wore them when he was a rookie for the Toronto Raptors. And his pair was like white with like purple accents. And I think those were a PE. So, you know, obviously we couldn't get our hands on those. The pair that I had was black with red accents. And, you know, up until that point, shoes were purely, well, not purely, but mostly functional. Like Mm -hmm. mom bought bought me a black pair of Nikes or a black pair of Reeboks, all black. I assume because easier to match up with any kind of outfit. She's not having to worry about buying a bunch of different colors. Yeah. It was cool to have like some actual color on my shoe, even though it was just like red accents. So like that shoe was the first shoe that I would say actually meant something to me. You know, I just, I just had to Google it. And yes, I do remember now that you mentioned, I I had to Google Maestro 96 and I do remember remember (laughs) seeing, yeah. The Mighty Mouse rocking those, but yeah, and I mean, your mom got you the black pair with the red accents. I'm sure you know it had to do with the fact that uh, she didn't want it to get dirty fast either, right? My mom always bought me black shoes too because uh, she didn't want to get dirty. That's what was her reason, at least. But yeah, yeah no, super dope pair for sure. So yeah, like right around that time, like I was, um, and if it's the theme of the show, so I know we'll probably talk about Penny more later, but I was a Penny Hardaway fan before I was an Air Penny fan. So like right around that time when I was wearing those Maestros, like 1995, 1996 is when the Air Penny one dropped. Mm-hmm. So I was already a fan of Penny Hardaway, but it didn't occur to me to spend three figures on a sneaker. Like that wasn't even in the realm of possibility. Like my parents, like that was a big purchase. I got like Super Nintendo really late, like after all my friends, because that was a big purchase for my parents. Like, and I didn't like asking for things that I knew I wouldn't get. Like I'm a human. I don't deal with rejection very well. So I never asked for Jordans. I was too scared to ask for the Air Penny ones. But when people were, um, other kids were wearing them around um, when we were in the sixth grade, like, yeah, I spent the following summer after sixth grade saving up my money to get the Air Penny twos. So that was what I consider really the start of my sneaker journey was finally getting my hands on those Air Penny 2s. I'm sure you guys know the, the print ads, the old school Nike print ads with just the, the shoe on it and the phone number. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So like my dad had a Sports Illustrated subscription. And one summer I saw this shoe, incredible shoe, looked like nothing that I had seen before. Penny logo on the bubble on the tongue it turned out to be the Air Penny 2. Like, I assumed it would be, but you know, these ads, it didn't say like Air Penny or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, right. The only reason we knew it was a pair of Air Penny too was because of that logo. So ripped that thing out, scotch taped it to my <laughs> wall, paid money all summer. And that was the biggest purchase of my life up until that point. It was the following yeah. fall, I got the Atlantic Penny twos. You know, so that's nice. where it all started. Mm-hmm. And that's I guess crazy. like, I mean, if you want to talk about like the type of shoes that I'm into, like my roots are tied to 90s basketball sneakers so Mm -hmm. like I dabble in a little bit of everything these days like runners I got some new balance I got some adidas air max but yeah my roots are in basketball retros so um, that's what I tend to gravitate the most to 
dope. Yeah. So I guess when you were a kid, I know, I know you mentioned that you never would ask for Jordans, but you know, were those on your mind though? Like, would you, even though you, you were afraid to ask for them, like, were there pairs of Jordans even that you were like, man, I just got to have those. Or you would see your, maybe your classmates with them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because like when I was really starting to notice sneakers, like right around that time, any one coincided with what Jordan, it was either 11 or 12. So kids yeah, at school yep. would have 11, 12s on and like the patent leather on the 11, like those were just incredible, like a right. shoe from the future. You know what I mean? So yeah, like you said, like it didn't occur to me to ask for them. And Penny was always my guy, even though I did want, want Jordans. Like, mm-hmm. so if it came between having to choose between Jordan 12 and the Penny one or the Penny two, obviously I would, I would go with the, the Penny instead. Yeah. Yeah, that's super dope. And I mean, like, just as a kid, it's, it's, you know, when we were growing up in that era, there was so many different sneakers that you could gravitate towards, right? Like you said, with the with with basketball era, then there was different brands, there was different models, there was different superstars wearing different brands. So, you know, you can kind of pick and choose. But yeah, like Penny was that guy in a sneaker too, just was something that you'd never seen before uh, in terms of like a signature sneaker. At least that's what I thought when I saw the, at least like when I saw the Penny one and then with the Penny two, it was kind of like, you wouldn't expect anything less when that Penny two came out. It was just, just equally jaw dropping when you saw them. Like you said, in the, in, in the magazine, when you saw that print ad and you, you know, you, you noticed it right away with the Penny logo, you're like, Oh my God, this thing is, you know, it's incredible. You had to rip the page out and stick it to your wall. Like that's how beautiful yeah. it was. Forget, um, forget the sports illustrated swimsuit issues. I'm yeah. not ripping. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, my room was filled with, my room was filled with like, yeah, sneaker drawings that I had drawn or like posters of my, bas- uh, you know, my favorite basketball players or just like ads of those uh, sneaker magazines, but super dope. So that was kind of like where your journey began. So how did that, you know, evolve your sneaker collection now? What's, what's in your current collection? Like what are some of your favorite pairs that you own? I assume we'll get back to, to Penny later. Yeah, so let's like- keep Penny. Let's keep Penny aside. Like we know you love pennies and we okay. know you got some, some dope pennies, but like, what are some of the other uh, some of the other favorite pairs you have outside of the Penny Realm? Okay, so I mean, yeah, I like I like Jordans as well. Fairly, it's slowing down in recent years, but Jordan retros. I would say my favorite Jordan model would be the thirteen. So nice. pretty much every colorway of the thirteen I've owned at some point. You know, this is a weird one, but like, I do like the Jordan twenty three as well. Like, this is going way off tangent, but like when the Jordan twenty three came out. Like that was a really dope shoe to me as well with the stitching and the 23s on the side on the panel. I love that. That was a big shoe to me I as love well. That I don't know if you guys remember the 23. Yeah. Like if I were to make a grail list, like probably the titanium 23s mm-hmm. would be. I was just about to say that. That thing is <laughs> absolutely incredible. Yeah. So aside from Jordan's, like I'm a Nike guy, but it's not solely Nike. Anything from that period is pretty nostalgic to me. Reebok Shaq Gnosis, big fan. Shaq Attack Pumps, big fan. Kamikazes, I was a big, big fan yes, of Sean Run with Reebok. Yeah, Kamikaze 2, but Kamikaze 1 is is a really dope sneaker as well. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Reebok Shroud. Yep. So like right around the time when GP released his glove sneaker with the zip-up shroud, coincidentally, I don't know if it's 100% coincidence, but when Sean Kemp was playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers, he also had a zip-up sneaker of yeah. his own. So that was kind of a cool little dynamic where they went from teammates to rivals. So 
you know, anything from the mid nineties, like I think you guys talked about it. I was listening to your previous episode when uh, DJ Monte Carlo was on and Fila came up and mm, always yes. love the Grand Hill joints as well. My favorite Fila sneaker though is the stack too. Yeah, I would go as far as to put that in my top 10 sneakers of all time. Wow. They felt terrible. Um, they felt like, <laughs> I thought he was going to say like something hot. different. but They were the fucking worst, but I just loved how they looked. And like, I was a fan of, of, of Stack as well. So really love that shoe. Had the originals. Bought the little known retro that they released like 10 years ago. So I actually got those in my closet and it was kind of funny. Like just the other week, like I was looking for a replacement and I found out, I don't know. It was called like a YP, a collab with that Fila did with this. I don't know if it's a designer brand called YP, but if you look it up, they have a collab with the second Grant Hill model and the second Fila Stackhouse model. So the Grant Hill model is done in kind of like air, more up-tempo styling with the giant, Fila lettering across the Grant Hill too, and it looks really? hideous. I've, it looks I've terrible. Seen those. <laughs> but have you seen those? I yeah. have. I don't remember when, but I've seen it. It, it kind of took a second guess. Like, wait, is that a knockoff or oh, they just okay. Um... <laughs> I don't know. If, I just stumbled upon them, like photos of them. So I'm not sure if this was a release from this year or, or years past. But yeah, they do exist. And there's also a version of the Stackhouse too, and this one has like kind of like a shroud covering the laces. Like from the side, the stack two, it looks pretty faithful to the original sneaker. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll just grab these instead and sort of rip off the shroud. Maybe it's removable. Like kind of like how the Travis Scott force right. where you yeah. can take off the shroud. But just looking at photos, it looks like where the toe box is, it's stitched in there. So you'd have to either cut it off or, or rip it off or something. So yeah, and that's a pass <laughs> for me. But um it's kind of interesting to see Fila try to, because as much as we love those Fila hoop sneakers from the mid nineties, it was a pretty short run, yeah, you know, yeah. of the really successful, you know, Fila sneakers, probably Grant Hills, one, two, three, Stackhouse, one and two, maybe the Jamal Mashburn joints as well. So Jamal Mashburn joints. Dope. Yeah. yeah. It, it, about Mashburn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are nice. Those are nice. Never owned those, but it's interesting to see Fila try to find different ways to sort of, you know, milk a little bit of life out of these old signatures that they had. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you knocked it out of the park when you said, those are great sneakers back when you were growing up. I still love, you know, just the look of them and everything too, but for them to do a collab for some sort of like a resurgence is kind of strange. Uh, it's kind of weird to think about that, yeah. and, you know, but um, I guess to each of their own, to each of their own. Um, I mean, I did love that, st- like those, that Stackhouse line. I did love the, the Grand Hill line. You know, I, I can't say... You know, if I saw some sort of a collab now, like the one that you're talking about, <laughs> I would be interested. But, you know, I'm going to have to Google that and take a look. But from what you said, you've picked up a few pairs that, you know, kind of got away from you before or you're kind of doubling back on things that maybe you missed out on. But is there still anything else on your list that you're looking to cross off? You know, some maybe some, you know, retros that, uh, you know, are sort of been hard to find over the years or, you know, something like that Maestro 3, for example, you know, like you never see anything like that around. Is there anything that you're looking to double back on that's still on your list? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Like, I mean, that Maestro 3 is a good starting point because those have never been retro ever. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's demand that it would ever come back. So I'd have to really 
scour auctions and things like that to find an OG pair. So, I mean, that's always on the wish list. I would say things like I am looking for a replacement pair of my Kamikaze 2s. So I know those released a couple of years back as well. So that shouldn't be too hard to track down. In terms of Jordans, I've actually been in the market recently for a pair of Copper 17s. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a shoe that I always like, but I, I never owned for, for whatever reason. So been after those. They're still selling too for a de- decent amount. Like cause I've, been, I've been eyeing a pair. I have their OG pair, which is mm-hmm. like no longer wearable. And I just can't pin down like the recent retro because they retroed them a few years ago. But the I price point for me is just haven't been able to find a pair for like reasonably priced and good condition. But I uh, love that Copper 17. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I guess um, Spiridon. I know it's not as popular as its Air Max 1 counterpart, but the Para. I don't know if you guys remember when Para did the, the, the Zoom Spiridon. Like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. did the Air Max 1 and then they also did the Spiridon. Yeah, so it kind of got overshadowed a little bit by the the Air Max one, but I've been trying to, to find a decently priced pair of the, the Spiridons as well. Yeah, I feel like that pair out of the, I guess you call it the pack or whatever, was was super slept on because everyone wanted the Air Max one. And plus, uh, there was that friends and family pair that was floating around too, and everyone was kind of talking about that as well, the swooshless ones. So the Spiridon kind of just flew under the radar because everyone was talking about the Air Max pairs. But yeah, I love the colorway on that model it just works so well on the spirit on so i hope you can get a pair of that for sure to add to your collection but uh you mentioned i mean we mentioned that you're you know you're living in japan but you you were born and raised in in hawaii is that is that the story uh yep so born and raised in hawaii moved out here to japan after college so yeah the bulk of my life i i spent in hawaii that's correct and, uh, you know, when you're growing up, I know, you know, your mom kept you laced up, but what was the, the, the culture like there in, in Hawaii? And what was it like when you're growing up? Like, were people able to get sneakers there? Like everyone kind of, you know, pictures Hawaii as this, you know, an island out there. And, you know, you're not really getting a lot of the new releases. But I mean, let's hear from you. Like, what was available when you were growing up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a pretty common misconception. Like, when we were kids, like, people were like, oh, yeah, do you guys have internet? Like, it's it's like any other state with beaches and shittier traffic i mean i guess i could highlight some of the differences that i imagine people in hawaii as sneakerheads might experience as opposed to um, people in continental north america like i guess specifically hawaii like when i was a kid like coming up like in elementary school you were just as likely to see someone wearing Nikes as you were to seeing someone wearing what we call rubber slippers. You guys might call them like flip-flops. Flip-flops, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't strange to me at the time, but like in hindsight, like that's kind of weird. Like it didn't register to me at the time. Like how are these kids like running in? Because I was a shoe guy. I was a sneaker guy. Like yeah. now that I think about it, like how were these kids running in PE? Like <laughs> were they just running around in their flip-flops and stuff like that? Yeah. So like, you know, there's less of a pressure to have like something like like Air Jordans on, to sure. have like some Air Forces on or something like that. If you're wearing like some some Jordans on, that was definitely because you loved Jordans and not because it was like a norm or it was because people thought that was cool necessarily. So right. I think that's right. one difference when I was coming up. And I guess the other big thing, and this is something, you know, I thought about more later in life when I was a lot more active in, in purchasing sneakers. Like I would read 
you know, like on Nike Talk and ISS and like Soul Collector Magazine about people going to conventions, mm -hmm. you know, and meeting up with other people from different states or maybe like on spring break, like someone went on a grail hunt and, you know, like drove across state lines, like in search of a certain pair. Sure. And yeah, yeah. that was that just the whole idea of that was very foreign and very cool to me because, you know, that's not even an option for us living in Hawaii, you know, like we right. had to hop on a plane just to, you know, reach the rest of the United States. Sure. So yeah. having that option to, there's a convention a couple of states over, we'll just make a weekend out of it. Like mm -hmm. that was mm -hmm. an option for us. So like there's something very cool, very cool about having that idea out there that you could actually go on this massive grail hunt you know right or meet up with meet up with other like-minded individuals in other states or other parts of the u.s so i mean it's not like you weren't connected because you like you're saying you were you're on you're talking on forums like nike talk and iss and things like that so you were able to connect with people so i think the misconception is that you know you guys you know don't get a lot of sneaker releases or there's not a lot of people out there that know about sneakers but that's not true like you're still able to get all the info info you need but also connect with people outside of um, hawaii as well but fast forward a little bit and you move to japan right so now you're living in japan you live there work there you have family and everything too you're still picking up sneakers obviously but what's the culture like there or what was it like when you first moved to japan and you noticed what the sneaker culture was like when you got there? So it's changed since I moved here. It was a lot more fun when I when I got here initially, like no family. I'd spent a lot of time heading up to Tokyo, really immersing myself there, getting to, you know, go to a lot of the different sneaker shops up in Tokyo. There was less hype, like even in the same time frame, if you compare Japan to the Western like United States, where you guys are in Canada as well, I imagine, like, because I could kind of see it unfolding in real time. If I jump on the forums, and I see guys saying like, yeah, these sold out in seconds, mm -hmm. like, I could go to my local stores, and I could pick up white cement threes, I could pick up cool gray 11s, the day after they released, I could, wow. it wasn't like some kind of mad dash to get hot releases, up until I would say probably the Concord 11 is when I saw a massive change in Japan as well. Like there was always like real, real sneakerheads new, mm -hmm. but when the Concords came, it felt like that's when it became mainstream, at least okay. in Japan from where I could see. So as things currently stand, I see things sort of lining up to how it is in the Western side of the world. Like we do raffles here now. <laughs> StockX has become a thing in Japan now. Um, right. We take our weekly L's on sneakers now. Um, <laughs> my complaints about the sneaker culture in Japan have started to eerily resemble the complaints that the rest of the world has. Right. So in a sense, like social media is nice. It's, it's made the world smaller so we can communicate with each other. We can share our passions. But also the hype has sort of lined up in Japan and the rest of the world as well. So we're after the same shoes, we deal with the same problems because Japan has adopted all of this whole raffle business, all of this sure. whole business. So similar problems I experience um, right. in Japan. And I imagine same problems that you guys experience now as well. So would you say though, it's due to demand though? I mean, like you were saying, 
you know, not even that long ago, you know, you can get white cement threes or whatever the case is the day after release. Was it because people were going there, they were just buying the pair that they needed for their size. And then, you know, like everything was left, like you don't have people, you know, resellers, for example, or people that are just kind of trying to buy up all the pairs so they can, you know, stock them away or whatever the case is. But now do you find like there's now that it's more mainstream, people are, you know, maybe people are doing that. Like maybe they're, they're trying to buy every size that they can so they can, you know, either resell them on StockX or, you know, just hold them in their shop or, you know, that type of thing. Like has it evolved to that? Mm -hmm. I would say that's definitely where we're at right now. Like as soon as um, we see that little sold out message on, you know, NDC or sneakers or whatever, you jump on a, like a Yahoo auction, which is probably the Japanese equivalent of eBay. Okay. You'll see just a slew of every single size available with probably like 10,000 yen markup, which is like a hundred bucks. Right. So, right. It's the whole reseller effect, I believe. Got it. Yeah. I mean, like you said, like because social media now with the exposure of, you know, just sneakers in general has become more mainstream. So, you know, everyone's now becoming a reseller. Everyone's kind of sort of like grabbing those pairs and just, you know, marking up a little bit because they know people want them. Right. So I went to Japan. This was back man it's been almost two decades now since i've been there but when i was there it was kind of what you were explaining where you had this little sort of niche market and you know it wasn't super mainstream you can kind of go into stores uh, i went into a lot of little boutiques and things like that um that were i, I mean they unless somebody told me where they are like i had actually had people show like guide me to these stores because it was almost impossible to find but when you got there it was like a small maybe like 10 by 10 space or maybe even a little bit just a little bit bigger than that but grails upon grails in there not just sneakers but streetwear and things like that too and you know it was one of those like if you know you know kind of situations and i love that about japan and i just feel like you know things have changed so much and it's kind of i mean it's it's kind of sad to hear that it's become like what you're talking about now right yeah one of the reasons and not the only reason but one of the reasons that i did move out to japan was sort of that whole appeal of you know getting getting away from the hype a little bit but also you know getting access to like exclusive japanese releases and i think yeah. like recently like even like atmos releases like everyone has access to them like sort of as recently as 10 years ago like you could only get them in japan mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? right so now if you jump onto sneakers it's on the calendar like atmos right. max Atmos, right. you know, and that—that's so, kind of what I was getting at. Is that like before, you know, like you had this kind of, you know, you were kind of in your own bubble in Japan, right? Japan had their own releases, and unless you knew somebody there or you lived there, you weren't able to get those, right? For sure. Yep. But uh, yeah, I mean, in a way, it's kind of nice to see that sneakers have kind of touched the world. Like they've, you know, not that it's good to, that it's main super mainstream now, but you know, it's nice that you are able to get things that you would normally see as just limited uh, or, um, you know, regional exclusives, you can kind of get them, you know, relatively easy now. But, uh, you know, I, I, it sounds to me like you're still buying stuff and having stuff shipped over anyways, right? Like you're, you're adding to your collection any way that you can. And uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I also checked out your feed and I saw that you got two kids and I always like to ask this because, you know, I've got a son of my own who's got his own collection, but I see your kids uh, is a boy and a girl, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah, one boy, one girl, and I always see that they're they're always laced up with some dope sneakers. So, you know, is that something? Is that you're doing, or like, do they have a genuine interest for the sneakers? And you know, I'm sure they see your sneaker room and that wall there of all the boxes. Do they care or? Nah, they don't care. <laughs> uh, well, they care in the sense that like, if I break out a new pair for them, they're like, oh yeah. yes, new sneakers. But right. they can't tell like. A Jordan from a sketcher, you know what I mean? Like my son just turned five, so you know, hopefully he'll pick it up a little bit. My daughter is three, so you know, she just likes colorful shoes. Um, right. As far as they know, like just because COVID and things like that, we haven't been able to take them to like other people's houses and visit and things like that. So for all yeah. they know, like they think like they might think every dad has like a hundred pairs of sneakers. They, they, <laughs> they think this shit is normal, even though it, it really isn't, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, my, like my sneakers are in my office. So mm-hmm. my, my dad, I'm sorry, my son will always say like, you know, how come your office has sneakers and this guy's office doesn't have sneakers? Like doesn't everybody's <laughs> right, right. office have sneakers? I remember you mentioned that when we went to a friend's house and we were in his office and he's like, where are your sneakers? <laughs> it's kind of just the same thing that you're saying is that, you know, they think that it's normal for people to have sneakers. And I thought it was funny that my son said that because I always say this is my office and it's really like my sneaker room too. But, you know, not everybody's office looks like that, right? Yeah, I'm just waiting for the day we go over to someone's house and like, where's where's your sneaker room? Like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, hopefully, like you know, they're still young, so you're right. Like, they they probably don't really care too much about sneakers, but you know, we always say start them young, and he may have an interest, or you know, both of them may have interest, and they'll be rating your 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 collection one day. <laughs> it's definitely to- nice too, because like a lot of these, like if. You're, I don't I don't think any of you guys were really into phone posits, but like Riches. I am a little yeah, a lot oh, a lot yeah. of the nice rich, nice rich. Yeah, like you you'll know like a lot of the the phone posits are like kid size exclusive, like some of the really nice colorways that they've been coming out, the louder ones that like, you know, as an adult, you might pause and like say, maybe that might be a bit much, you know, but you can throw them on your kids' feet. So like, yeah, my son has a much, much more extensive phone posit collection than I do. So that's, dope. that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and like that's ill. Some of the recent like releases, like that, like me, like as like an adult male who's like, and no offense to you guys if you purchase this because it's a dope shoe. It's a really dope shoe. But like as a male, like that's somewhat approaching forty, like, and I see these Hello Kitty Prestos, I'm like, okay, these are fire. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. But I can't wear those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you have the option. Like, okay, I'll grab a pair for my daughter. You yeah. know what I mean. So, I mean, that's one of the, definitely one of the perks to, to having kids and, and loving sneakers. You know, it's, it's, it's nice. It's funny about that, that particular pair, the Hello Kitty. And it, I think it, yeah, it was you, Kev. When I went to New York and I yeah. seen one, you gave me the Hello Kitty pairs. And I remember I'm loading them up into my suitcase and my daughter, my daughter's five. And she's like, that's Hello Kitty. And I'm thinking, myself, how the fuck do you know? Like, cause I'm not really in tune with like the Hello Kitty shit, but she yeah. knew who the fuck they were. And I'm just like, yeah. man, I'm like, I should have got you a pair of these. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know, like she knew, but she's like, that's how she's like, why do you have Hello Kitty shoes? <laughs> just, like, it's her friend. <laughs> yeah. I picked those up for, uh, Me, for one. Yeah. I picked those up for one. Uh, his uh, God, Godson. Had I known, man, I would have gotten her a pair, but it's just like, like you said, it's just cool to kind of see how they're in tune with those little things. I was generally shocked. I was just like, what? Hello, how do you know? Hello, kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, man. So 
that's ill. Yeah, but, but it's so true though in terms of just like buying sneakers for your kid. Like I got my son the the Medicom Dunk Lows with this kind of like the the pony hair upper, and well, I wouldn't rock that person because I'm not a I'm not a pony hair kind of person. But you know, I got them for my son because like it's like a fun material, fun texture for a sneaker for like it would look good on a kid's sneaker. So. But yeah, no, I, I always like to ask about kids because I see your kids, they're super laced up. And I was just curious as to whether, you know, they're picking their shoes or you're picking it for them. So it sounds like, you know, for now you're picking out the shoes for them. <laughs> it's all me for now. Yeah. But hopefully that changes a bit. Yeah, exactly. So, but I mean, let's get into the penny stuff because that's why we brought you on here for. And I'm really excited to get into the stuff because some of the stuff that you got is just insane. So Tell us a little bit about, the, you know, your love for the, the Penny Signature line and what sparked your love for, for pennies. Okay, sure. So I think I might have mentioned that I was actually a fan of, of Penny before I was a fan of the Penny line. For some people, I know it, it might be the other way around because that's such a, you know, iconic sneaker that some of the people out there might have been an Air Penny fan before they were a Penny Hardaway fan. Yeah. I was a Penny Hardaway fan first. Likewise. Yeah, yeah. So like, okay, um, I was a fan. I was a fan of Penny before the shoe, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. So like, when he was a rookie, I was a fan of Penny. Okay, so so was basketball and sports cards a thing for you guys? Like, yeah. where you were? Oh yeah, growing up? huge. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was like a massive. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so you know you know where I'm where I'm getting probably like I was before shoes basketball cards like i collected and even before that like i collected marvel cards um oh yeah comics there was all the, that shit. yeah for real yep magic cards were a thing for like a minute like i collected that because everyone was doing it yeah never knew how to play the game still don't know how to play the game but <laughs> <laughs> there was a two-month stint where i was collecting uh magic cards and that eventually evolved to basketball cards so penny hardaway was the guy that i collected so like even now, if I go back to my my parents' home, I could probably dig up a box with like 200 different Anthony Hardaway cards. And that's dope. You know, yeah, like no small feat when you're like 10 years old, you know, and you're amassing yeah. a card that big. So I was really proud of that <laughs> as a kid. So like, yeah, I was a fan of Penny Hardaway when it was just Anthony Hardaway to me. Like right. his rookie cards, Anthony Hardaway. No mention of his nickname on the back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can definitely say I was a day one Anthony Hardaway fan. I might have mentioned that when the Penny One came out, that really captured my imagination because it had his logo on it, the one cent logo. Um, yeah. Obviously, I collected his cards. I watched the Orlando Magic game. So I, I seen him wearing the Flight One. I seen him wearing the Air Ups, the LWPs. And like the Flight Ones and the Air Ups, they had the one, the number one on the back but you know other players like nick anderson had jordan 10s with 25 on the side you know other players had like pe's with their numbers stitched onto existing shoes sure yeah it was something it was something to have like an original logo so when we saw that air penny logo for the first time i was like oh god i love my maestro threes but i absolutely need to have (laughs) air max yeah you know what i mean 
because like even today like, you look at signature athlete logos it's usually like their initials it's kind of sure, like, just fused together or something yeah something lazy like yeah the way they incorporated that number one with the one cent like yeah. so clever like, so yeah it just it was amazing mm-hmm. so like i didn't own the air penny one as a kid but me and a lot of the other kids like we were experts and drawing that logo i could draw that logo in my sleep like if you went to our school air penny logo carved into yeah. the desk with a protractor by you know who knows protractor. So, yeah. who knows Yo, guys so, taking it back yeah man. <laughs> that's what it was like you know that's how big penny was you know back when we were coming up so yeah yeah so you know the story like um ended up saving my money all summer just because i was so jealous of all the kids who had the air penny one I was the first person in my school, and now this is middle school, seventh grade, to have the Atlantic Air Penny 2s. So saved up my money all summer, biggest purchase I ever made. When DJ Monte Carlo was on, he mentioned the Penny 2s with the Swoosh 1996 on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I had those. I've oh, had two pairs of those. Yeah. So I guess <laughs> I'll add crazy. on to what he said about those being like the China edition. And this is like, I don't work for Nike, so I obviously don't know 100%, but this is just information that we've come across over the years. Like it's an Asia version. Okay. That's the popular opinion. Like Asia, China, other parts of Japan, they got the bulk of those 1996 pairs. Some of them made their way over along with the first batch of Atlantic Penny 2s over to the States. So you'll see um, people in America on continental US, I imagine, that have owned the Air Penny 2 with the mm-hmm. 1996 on the back tab there. But because they're so rare and because they were only sold with that first batch that came over, they're very rare and they sell for quite a bit of a premium if you can find them on eBay. Right. So yeah, that was the pair that I had. Like eventually I would see kids walking around school with the Atlantic Penny 2s, but they would just have the swish right. on the like I was the only person and obviously, you know, middle school, junior high school, our circles were much smaller. I wasn't driving around and, you know, seeing a lot of different people in at the malls and things like that wearing the 1996. As far as I know, I'm sure they were out there, but I was the only person that I've seen in Hawaii with the 1996 pair. They're quite rare. They're quite rare. And I mean, maybe this is a long shot, but do you still have that pair? Like, did you? Have- okay. Oh. So I have one pair in Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> I moved to Japan and I bought another pair. They're back here. They're in the like, stack somewhere. No, no. I can show you. But, okay, if you've owned a Penny 2, you know that, okay, any Air Max shoe, bubble goes first, right? Sure, yeah. Bubble oh, yeah. Bubble first. But the plastic tab on the back, that's the next thing to go with Penny 2s. They get sticky, they crack, and they crumble off. Yeah. So, no, well, gonna, don't, pu- don't pull it out if it's going to crumble on you. Oh, well, I just want to show you. Um, okay. That it's very likely that for this shit, it's gone. Yeah, it's it's gone. So uh, I'll just show you guys real quick. Like these are toast, but I just like to I just yeah. keep them because the shoe itself means so much to me. So oh, yeah. you can see like what happened to the back tab there. Oh, and yeah, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. You can make out like a nine right there. Yes, a, I can see it. Can yeah. you see the numbers? I see the nine. Yeah, I can yeah. see the numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah I can yeah. see the nineteen ninety six. So that's fucking dope. They exist. Wow. They exist. They're just quite hard to find. And man. Can't, can't make this shit up, man. This is crazy. 
Yeah, so I like the shoe enough to buy another pair of them. I wore these once, like 10 years ago. And at some point, I'll, I'll upload the picture on IG because it's a clear enough photo where you can clearly see the 1990s yeah. in the back. So at some point, I'll, I'll upload it so you guys can see. That's Definitely. so dope, man. I, I mean, that's and, and that that was like your first pair, right? So that has to mean something to you, and just be able to have the one with 1996, and you know, mentioning that you know everybody else's pair didn't have that. Like you were, that was unique, right? For especially for a kid your age to have that pair, and it was like an Asia exclusive. So for you to get it in Hawaii, you know, like you said, it's just super rare. So I mean, I would imagine that that would be like your favorite all time sneaker, but. I don't know. You tell me, is that, would that model be your favorite or is there a, a certain penny model and colorway that you would consider your all-time favorite penny? Yeah, you nailed it. This is, I don't think I'll ever find another sneaker that I love quite as much as this Atlantic Penny 2. Own two OGs when they retroed in 2009, bought another two pairs. When they came back as a college blue, like I don't really consider that the true Atlantics. Like it's a different shade of blue. They have a different logo placement on it. So, I mean, I bought them just because they're very reminiscent. I consider them sort of like, you know, a distant cousin of the Atlantic too. But I I bought those as well. So even back home, like if I go back home right now, unless my parents took it down, I got like um, a poster. I don't know if you guys seen it. Like the most famous Air Penny poster is that one where Penny is sitting next to Little Penny and Little Penny is talking nonstop and it has all his quotes in the back. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the famous one. But yeah. there was a Air Penny 2 poster where Penny and Little Penny are pointing at you. And there's a really close up shot of the Atlantic Penny 2 that Penny's wearing. And okay. it says, who's got next? And yeah, like I bought that at like Kmart or something. And it's been on the wall in my room since I was 12. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so it's pretty safe to say that yeah, you were you were obsessed with the penny too. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean to make it, you know, I think something about buying your first pair of shoes with your own money, especially a pair that you saved up for and you you were obsessed over uh, once you saw it, there's something about that, you know, like something just sentimental about that like you you can never kind of get past you know those types of things whether it's a sneaker you know uh it could be a car it could be whatever but you know those things always remain near and dear to your heart so it's pretty dope to hear stories like that because i don't know many kids out there that went the whole summer trying to save up money you know it's, it's kind of difficult to do as a kid right yo yeah like i feel like we're roughly in the same age group but like all my friends like they were buying like Nintendo 64s. Yeah. That was a summer, Nintendo 64. Well, maybe a summer before, but everyone had a Nintendo 64. That's right. what they were spending their money on. But I was the one guy saving up my money and buying shoes. So I used to call the Penny 2s my Nintendo 64s. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you guys could go home and play video games, but, you know, at least I got these. So, yeah, that was that was sort of like my little joke. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was hard to save money because you, first of all, you had to have a job of some sort, right. That had, you know, steady. you can't save allowance, like allowance never adds up that, you know, it's very hard to do that because you're buying other things. Like I remember I would go to the convenience store and just buy candy or play video games, you know, like I would be playing street fighter. I literally blow $10 that I was getting as allowance, <laughs> you know, in an hour. <laughs> in an hour playing Street Fighter. So it was, it was very hard to save up. Even when you had something 
like that as motivation, it was still very difficult. So, you know, I have to commend you on that. And, and it shows in the passion, right, with your, your penny sneakers. But, you know, what would you say are some of your favorite penny sneaker moments? Like when you saw, like, I know when you saw the penny twos, one thing, when you saw the penny ones, but, you know, you also mentioned air ups, you mentioned foam posits and LWPs and things like that. So, you know, when you watched him play basketball, like, were there times you're like, yo, I need those sneakers now? Like, or you saw Penny rocking these, you're like, wow, what are those? Those are super dope. Like, did the obsession ever just continue on to all the different stuff that he rocked? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I can give you a few probably like when he rocked flight ones against Houston in the finals, like that mm-hmm. one's a little bit bittersweet to me because I thought they were going to win. Me too. In the <laughs> yeah, so I was did I. Like they were going to win and then they got swept. And Man. he looked incredible. Like he had a great series. The flight ones that he was wearing were super dope. But yeah, that one, it's a bittersweet. It's a bittersweet memory. Yeah. So that's one. Another one is, um, I guess, the, the All-Star game. Like it's interesting because I don't consider this one of my favorite incarnations of the penny one as far as colorway goes but just seeing the performance he put on in the 96 all-star game in the all-black pair that was a really dope moment to me because in that game actually like the first half I was watching it and I was pretty sure he was going to take MVP that game like he was he was getting buckets he was getting assists Jordan and Shaq sort of overshadowed him in the second half but Throughout that game, like Penny looked like a bona fide super superstar in that yeah. game. He had one move where he went baseline, dribbled out like he was gonna go to the three-point line in the corner, spun back, went right back to the rim, up and under layup. And I was like, man, this guy is so dope. Like, yeah, yeah that, that <laughs> moment just sticks sticks with me. It wasn't like a dunk or anything like that, but just like the style, the no, but the, the finesse, right? Like the court. the yeah. finesse, yeah. Yeah, like that was that was a moment. And this is an easy one, but foam posit, Royals, back-to-back 40 against Miami. Like, when YouTube became a thing, like, I had any back-to-back 40 videos saved because I was just, that was the last time, like, he was truly a superstar, I felt like. Unfortunately, injuries took their toll on him. But I used to say, like, because I'm a big fan of the foam posit as well, but I don't really consider it, like, (laughs) a great basketball sneaker. You know what I mean? Like, they're a bit heavy, in my opinion. So, like, I used to say, like, if he was wearing, like, one of his other thing, one of his other sneakers instead of the foam posits, he might have went back-to-back 50. <laughs> that, that, that's my, uh, I, I truly believe that. Because foam posits, they look incredible, but, you know, they're they're not, you know, the best shoe to be wearing in terms of comfort and performance, I imagine. So, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to believe that that was, like, you know, considered like new technology for sneakers, like the foam posit, because, you know, you looked at it, it was, I, I don't know, it didn't, it didn't look heavy to me. Like, and, and I, I can't say that I wore foam posits, foam posits a lot, but, you know, like I hear from Rich all the time too, they're kind of like tanks, you know, they kind of withstand everything. And, you know, just to imagine guys playing basketball in that sneaker, it just seems weird to me now. Right, Bro, right. Tim, Tim Duncan is a real one for playing in those total max form posits. Yo, <laughs> you're like yeah. big in cement blocks. I do not know how he played in those shits. I don't. His, so. his, his 10 inch vertical went down to five inches because of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%, man. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how he played in those forms. Like, Penny, I agree. Like, I wear them and I don't see them being a comfortable basketball shoe by any means, comparable to his other stuff. 
which is crazy. They look great, but yeah, once again, like functionality, I, I don't know how you play them shoots. Yeah, and you know what I like, and just going back to Penny though, in terms of just watching him play and going back to that finals, because uh, I was a huge like Magic fan, and when that run after they you know beat Indiana and you know like just getting to the finals was huge, and I I just want to ask you like. Had Nick Anderson not missed those four free throws, say he made them all, won that game one, do you think? Bro, they're winning. They're they winning. win the whole thing, right? Like they're winning. Yeah. They're winning. They're winning. Yeah, I was heartbroken. So was I, man. <laughs> I just remember watching those. I remember watching that game one and being so hyped, and then that moment happens, and I was like, everything, everything was downhill from there. It just almost felt like they couldn't get back from those four free throws. Everything just. Kind of got fucked up because he missed those four free throws. Had he had hit those, I but, feel like they would have won the first two games. Maybe it, it was just it set the tone, right? For the yes, series. exactly. Like, it set the entire tone. I was like so pissed it, off. He makes those; they're winning that series. I don't care what anyone says. He makes exactly. those; they're winning that series. I thought that too. I, I thought about that for years, and I, you know, everyone's like, "Well, how do you know? Like, you know, it's just one game, and blah blah." I'm like, no. trust me, trust me. That was like for a young team to have something like that happen. It almost felt like they couldn't get back mentally, right? From that, you know, it was devastating. You know, like you had the most dominant center in the game. You had a guy like Penny just dominating, you know, and then you had guys like Dennis Scott, you had Nick Anderson, like Scott Skiles. Like this team was just. Oh man, Bro, it was just, it was I hard. remember sitting there as a kid watching these free throws, and I'm like, yo, like I'm remember sitting there like fucking dying because I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. Yeah. Like, yeah, like he, he misses two, gets fouled again. Yeah, and, and then you're like, okay, he he's gonna hit two these. again. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I was devastated. Like, I was devastated watching the emotional roller coaster. When he got the offensive <laughs> rebound, like, thank God, and then you know, yeah. Straight, straight down into the pits right after that. Yeah. I'll, I'll hit one. I'll hit one of four, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's easy for us to say. It was counts, right? uh, but yeah, no, that that was my sentiment exactly. And I'm glad there was other people out there that felt the same way because people were just telling me like, Man, even if they won game one, they still would have lost the next four games. And I'm like, fuck off, man. That's their, you know, you're talking shit. <laughs> That's the tone, man. It sets yeah. the tone. They would have took that series if they won that game, I think. I agree. But, uh, I agree. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, getting back to the pennies, though, too. What are your thoughts about the, the end of the, sig- the signature line for Penny? Because, like, you know, he had pennies one to four. All four models were super dope. Like, I just remember, like, each of them for different reasons, and they just kind of got progressively better and almost, to me, almost more futuristic looking, if that, if, you know, that's a thing. Like, the Penny one almost, right away, it, it, you almost felt like you couldn't do better than that. And then the Penny two comes out. And then you showed us a Penny three, that metallic silver one. Like, when that design came out, I was like, whoa, like, this is something next level. Like, so what were your thoughts about, just the penny signature line itself and then their decision or Nike's decision just to like stop it right there. I was again, first and foremost, a penny fan. So as much like as it pained me to see the penny signature line sort of discontinued, it hurt more to see, you know, Penny's play drop off from, you know, all NBA level to, you know, sort of role player to not being able to even get onto the court. 
I watched a lot of basketball and I was realistic about it. Like I wasn't like one of these, I don't want to use the word delusional, but like I wasn't one of these fans were like, you know, just keep it going, keep it going to the penny five. Even though like I was a fan, I wanted with all my heart to see the penny line continue. Like I understood even in that 1998, 99 season when he was wearing the penny fours, like what was he averaging? Like 16, 17 points a game, Mm -hmm. respectable. And the Magic were doing well, but like realistically, like Penny was Nike's biggest basketball athlete behind Jordan. Right. And you can't have your second most recognizable basketball athlete, biggest line to Michael Jordan be on the shoulders of a guy who was, you know, not cracking 20 points per game. Right. That was just the, the reality of it. So like I would be lying to you if I said I was surprised when I heard that the Air Penny 4 line was coming to an end, that didn't make it any less disappointing or, or sad to me as a fan. But, you know, the writing was definitely on the wall. You could argue probably since he was wearing the Penny 3 even because, like, he was quite injury prone even the year prior to that, like 1997-98. Like, he didn't play very much. It was difficult for Penny to get onto the court. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, I mean, in a nutshell, it sucked. It sucked, mm-hmm. but I understood why it had to happen. Yeah, you, I mean, it only makes sense that, you know, you can't you can't market somebody that's declining in this play, right? And especially like right. when you have a sneaker signature line and it's almost just kind of like where you have, let's say your star player that you're paying max money gets hurt and then he doesn't come back 100%. You're almost still forced to start him because he's like your star player, even though he's not playing well, right? It's kind of like decisions that people have to make just to sort of save face almost, right? Like, you know, you can't promote a, a signature sneaker line for a guy that, like you said, isn't even cracking 20 points a game. Derek Rose. Um, Derek Rose is a good example of Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy, when he got injured too, it's like, you know, like these guys, injuries is part of the game. So as much as it sucked to see that signature line end at, when it did, you're right. Like it only made sense for Nike to do that. But, you know, they did bring it back. So when the Penny 5 came out, what were your thoughts when you saw that? Like, were you surprised to see that they had revived the signature line to bring it back for the Penny fans, even though he wasn't the, the same player? Yeah, I would say very surprised. So even before, like, the Penny 5, like, the Penny 5 is obviously the numerical successor to the Penny 4, but probably around 2007 is when we started seeing, like, leaked images of the half cent. And half cent, right? Half cent was the first penny hybrid, and I'm sure you guys are familiar with the shoe. It closely resembled mostly the Air Penny One and the Foam Posit. Had a little bit of Penny Three in there as well, but the half cent was the first hybrid. But leaks, images leaked, um, sketches of the half cent leaked online before they were officially announced. So we thought that was the Air Penny Five, right? Because you know, there was just no description. There was no information behind it, just the photos. So when I saw that, I was like, holy crap, they're bringing back the Air Penny <laughs> line. That was the Air Penny 5. This is what we dreamed about for 2007. So Penny 4 discontinued in 1998 or 99. So yeah, almost 10 years, almost 10 years of nothing new Penny. It was just crazy to see a brand new silhouette with the Air Penny logo on it. And that just took me back. And that was when I really started because like I was into sneakers throughout the first decade of the 2000s. But when they started bringing 
Penny Retros back in 2005, I stepped you know, back into the scene. And when they started bringing new Penny Silhouettes, like in 2007, 2008, all bets were off. Like I was 100% back in again. Right. So, <laughs> I forgot about that half cent actually, like now that you mention it. Like, yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah. I forgot. And, and like it had like nods to the Penny one. Like you can kind of see the outline of that midsole well, that kind of goes up. And had the jewel swoosh. It had, it had the, the logo from the three, that um kind of like metallic logo. The foam positive, of course. The foam positive material, yeah. They, yeah, they had, had, had the one, the one eighty air bubble, right, as well. Yeah, and I think a little bit of elements of the two as well. I think honestly, it was a nod to probably like the first three penny shoes. I want to say, yeah, um, like took. just the the piping. The piping on the toe was um, like I very. Was, it was like the yeah, two almost had like the shape yeah, of the two. All black one. So you can yeah, see like there the you go line. yeah 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 so mark mark three. is holding it up now yeah you can kind of see any three here huh yeah yeah that's the three the one is the jewel it looks great in all black the foam yeah, closet yeah. there oh, you can't man, see that's... but there's a hologram like kind of like a, a hologram. Jordan Jordan hologram on the bottom and it was mm-hmm. a, a little a little penny yeah, yeah so that was super dope i had that pair that you're holding i had the eggplants i had the royal and i had the silver pair as well so I was all in with the half cents as well, man. Like, I just ecstatic. You know, the Zoom Rookies was another hybrid. When the Zoom Rookies came out, pss, that binary blue, oh, my gosh, man. Like, I had probably about four pairs of the Zoom Rookies as well. There we go. There, go. See, there we go. <laughs> that binary blue, boy. Yeah. And I just love how they incorporated elements of the penny, right? Because with the Zoom Rookie, you had uh, the nod to the flight one, of course, the little pods, and then the phone posit. You know, just I love how they took elements of his shoes and kind of incorporated that in there. So some of the lines yeah. of the LWP on and the lines, yep. The LWP, yeah, the yep, exactly, yeah. Love, man, I just they did so well with them, man. And like you, like with the fives, I had almost every fucking colorway of the fives. Like when the fives came back out, I was all in, dude. That's how. I'm, funny story, Q. Shout out to Q, uh, one of the members of the group. That's how I met Q. Because I got two pairs of the, the Penny Fives off of him, he was selling. I traded him two of the KD Fours. I think it was the Christmas and another colorway, and I got two pairs of the Penny Fives off of him. So when the Penny Fives dropped, I was like, "Give me them all! Like I want all of them." <laughs> so it's just, I had such an attachment to to Penny. So like yourself, it was just like I was just happy just to see something else, you know, from that line. So I was all in, man when it came yeah. to it it's something you know and and i like that you brought up you know these other hybrids and you know just mentioning you know the different models of the penny signature line because it just makes me realize that you know each model almost had elements from the previous model in it that creates this lineage that when i when i see like let's just take jordans for example or even lebrons or whatever signature lines Usually they're the one model to the next is quite different, you know, like there's not a lot that's the same, but you know, like with a penny five, for example, you have kind of elements of the penny two in there, like the side or that kind of wavy look. And even the penny uh, six that came out looks a lot like the penny one or the high, you know, he always kind of used elements from his other sneakers to kind of make the new ones. And I love that about it. You know, I didn't want it to be different. I kind of wanted it to be similar because when I saw that Penny 1, I thought it was everything. And then, you know, you switch to Penny 2, even though it was different, 
he still used those in other models too so it kind of all ties them together which was super dope about the penny line and i i, I liked that you know everything was the orlando Ma orlando magic colors too like that blue and black and white was i thought was far superior than any bulls you know black and red colorway that ever came out in for jordans that blue and the royal was just i love that blue it rivals Amazing. the black and red in in yeah. my opinion so it's literally like the polar opposite the black and red and that that orlando colorway is just those are like top two like when it, when it comes to colorway so it's crazy to see you have jordan and then penny with just that colorway alone like you know i can't put it into words a question i have mark too and i mean i already we're biased so i already know <laughs> what you're gonna go with but your thought in terms of would you say the penny line is the best line after jordan jordan brand oh yeah easy right. um it's 100%. a question of who's third if you ask me like there we there we that, go that's the debate yeah so jordan <laughs> one <laughs> depending on what day you ask me penny would be number one you know, so jordan, <laughs> That's how strongly I feel about Be it. <laughs> because it's a question that it's came up a few times, right? And then, you know, even to pose the question, and I'm just like, it's a no-brainer. Like, what other brand after Jordan, Penny? Like, there, to me, there's no other brand, more player brand, I would say, that that would rival Penny's. After Jordan, of course, num number one. And like you said, on depending on what day it is, it yep. could be a Penny for me as well. But um, to me, after Jordan, the Penny line is it. Like, I, I don't see another line that, that could rival that. And it's funny because you look at Penny, like, four shoes. You know, it's not even yeah. like he had a plethora of, of shoes, you that's know, so. Like, mm -hmm. Longevity, that's the only thing you have against the Penny line, maybe, you know. Definitely. And taking into account, like, cultural impact with, with the commercials, the amount of models sold during his short time as the second biggest athlete behind Jordan, like, to me, like, I'm a Barkley fan as well. Like, I'm a Phoenix Suns fan, so Barkley's line would be third after. I was about, I was about to say that. I said I give Barkley three for That's sure. A good one. But, but with Penny is a clear, clear to to me, taking into, you know, account design, popularity during the time, the success of the, the commercials and the marketing behind the shoe itself. Like, it's a pretty clear number two. Like, the only argument you could maybe make like is maybe after like and whether or not you're a fan like because Le lebron's line has such longevity i mean but lebron yeah. makes sense but i think the longevity up to like lebron 10 was that and after that it's just been a release that, of plastic shoes and like performance so people don't really look at it that way so i, I agree like after 10 lebron's fell off pretty hard but that's mm -hmm. still 10 pretty good sneakers compared to penny's Five, if you count the foam posit while he was an active player right. like i mean depending on who you ask they include i call it like post revival like anything that came after the half cent like you consider i consider it personally penny's logo on it it's part of official part, part of, of penny's part of his line yeah. but like some people say like oh he didn't play in them i don't consider that part of penny's line which is kind of weird because like you don't really hear that argument against the Jordan line, even though I was, I was about, to, about to say yeah. that. Yeah. So it don't make sense, but that's the argument I hear from a lot of people. I think with pennies too, for me as well as it's a basketball shoe, but yet like Jordans, you can wear them off court, right? You could wear them casually where I feel like with the LeBrons, the argument would be lost for me because a lot of LeBron shoes look like ball shoes, like casually, it's hard to pull them off. Two is obviously penny, but the colorway, 
itself to me just is a it just knocks it out of the park so i think that criteria as well similar to jordan and i think that's what makes jordans kind of what they are is that you can wear those off of the court and it's just you know it's a fashion thing and i feel like with the pennies it's the same thing because even when you get into the three of the four like they still look good casually like if you want to wear those mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i think that also plays into it as well in terms of kind of when you're looking at what comes after jordan brand for me, it's definitely been a no-brainer. No argument for me. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, it, it's nice to see the spotlight now back on pennies. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of OG heads uh, looking forward to the release. I know it's kind of a weird release for these uh, OG Penny 1 colorway and the, and the white pair as well. You know, what are your thoughts on these retros that are coming for this year, the 2022 versions? Do you have pairs in hand already? Um, you know, like, to have they hit Japan yet? No, no. So Japan hasn't officially released a penny sneaker since the little penny posit. Which was oh, wow. in, I don't know. I don't know the date. Like, yeah, that's kind of like the bastard child of the penny line. Like I, I like <laughs> it in a vacuum, but I, it doesn't, it's a shoe that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Like, like how you're mentioning, like all the other, you know, post revival pennies, they sort of draw inspiration from existing the original line. Like, right. I don't know. Penny Posit did the one from the the shooting star pack. This guy, yeah, shooting yeah, star. the shooting star oh, pack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, yeah, I, 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 in a vacuum, it's interesting, but like it doesn't feel like a penny sneaker to me. <laughs> the only one I like is from that pack, the shooting star pack, and that's only because it's like a Orlando kind of like color. Mm-hmm. Like other than that, yeah. like I, I have to agree with you on the bastard child shit for sure. <laughs> um, Took a real turn. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I'd have to, like, get into the designer, Mark Dolce's mind about that. Like, he left for Adidas, like, shortly after he designed the shoe. Yeah, so, I don't know if like he's, like, a, like, checked like out. Like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, this, is, this is actually, like, the, the Pippin 9, and I'm just, we're just starting yes. penny look. It's kind of flashy. Great, the, great silver, the silver pair's not that bad. Great. Nah, man. It's, I don't know what they were thinking with that. And, Mark, how, do, mean, you, how yeah. do you comfortability... Those shits mm-hmm. is uncomfortable, bro. I don't See? like. Yeah, there's no give in that. Shoe. Really break them in. No, no, no. They, you can't. I tried. They, I mean, I don't wear them that much. I mean, they're bro. I don't wear mine at all because they're so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> like I can't. <laughs> I will say this: like they're not good on the sides of my feet. I hate how they feel on the sides of my feet. It compresses it. Hard. Yeah, but. Like the Zoom rookies, they have those have no cushioning. So like, mm-hmm. that's one thing about the Zoom rookies. Like, I hate talking bad about the little penny posits when I give the Zoom rookies so much praise because the Zoom rookies <laughs> suck on feet too. Like, I'll be honest. Like, they feel but better. They look better, but they look better. They look better. That's true. <laughs> so, so there's a redeeming quality. Again, like I'm not gonna. <laughs> I still don't understand what's going on with the shoe itself. <laughs> but like in a vacuum, it's 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 a nice, it's an okay looking shoe. Like I have. I got like four pairs of these, okay? Because <laughs> going back to like Japan, not having any penny releases since this shoe, yeah. I suspect it's because of this shoe. Like <laughs> <laughs> these, like they hit sale. Like I got each pair for like fifty bucks. Yeah, because no one was no one was touching them, unfortunately. So yeah, like um, at that price, I, I probably would buy them. Yeah, <laughs> completionist. Like I ended up buying yeah several pairs of them. Like, I do sure. like the shoe there are pairs a lot. This purple one that I, I've been, I keep pulling out, this is actually Asia exclusive. So you don't see, you won't see anyone in the States. Yeah, because I've never, I've never seen those. 
Yeah, I never seen yeah, that. Yeah, they didn't come over to the states, so they're um, just un- they're very uncomfortable. I've tried, I've tried to break them in. Like you said, I feel like they're compressing my foot. Um, yeah. It's just very uncomfortable, and I will agree with the Zoom rookies too. Yeah, it's like walking on the ground. Yeah. I had the Galaxy pair and had to get rid of them just because it was just like they were so uncomfortable, man. I'm like, there's no support for my foot with those. So even if you go up half a size or something, it still doesn't help? No. Yeah, it's a cushioning issue. So it's just, yeah, like how Rich said, you're pretty much rocking on the ground. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, so so because of that shoe, you know, they dumped those <laughs> off in Japan. People were like, what the fuck is this? You're never getting anything penny ever again because no more. You, guys are, you guys are just Yo, dumping yeah. off your trash. <laughs> but I mean, no, I mean, all jokes aside, you know, Maybe you might not understand the shoe, but yeah, it's it's definitely part of you know the, the history of pennies. But you know, yeah. fast forward to twenty twenty two, you know everybody's talking about this OG penny now. Like you know, we obviously had uh, you know DJ on the show previously. We talk constantly with uh, with Sean, the midsole collector, about how hyped he is for this uh, for this release. So when you do get your hands on one, because I know you will get your hands on one, maybe a, f- a few pairs. Like, what are you expecting to see from this shoe? Like, are you gonna be analyzing it and making and seeing whether or not like they've stayed true to the og and things like that like most people do when when you have like a retro that that's this hyped as long as there aren't any like glaring quality issues i'm just happy to have a retro like when the penny one last released in 2019 i bought most of the colorways and there were some quality things with that like the heel strap like the size was just Mm -hmm. unacceptably thin and that's like a pretty big thing to me. Like, I'm not going to complain about 3M piping. Like, it would be nice. Right. But I'm not going to lose my shit over no 3M piping. I've kind of come to terms with the fact that we're probably not going to get stuff like that. Um, yeah. We're probably not going to have, uh, we're definitely not going to have, you know, consistent with OG air bubble size. Like, mm-hmm. um, that's just, you know, the way sh- shoes have, you know, evolved. It's not exclusive to Penny. Pretty much any Air Max shoe you buy you're not going to have the bubble size that you'd ideally like. So, you know, I'm not going to do like a breakdown where I'm like tearing Nike apart, but this is an OG quality. This is an OG specs shape is slightly off. Like at the end of the day, like I'm a Penny fan first and foremost, like if you're giving me close to, or at least like a nice, fairly accurate tribute to the original versions, I'm going to be content with that. That's a good attitude to have. I mean, a lot of us are, like you said, we're, we're sometimes caught up a lot of the times, you know, like I'm an Air Max guy and, you know, everyone talks about the toe box shape and, you know, like, oh, it's, it's you know, it's got the cliff toe and this is not the same as how, how it is. And as an Air Max one enthusiast, you know, sometimes to look at it, it's it can be displeasing because you're like, why can't you just make it like, you know, the OGs or, you know, some have retroed with that, you know, proper shape and some haven't. Like, why is it so inconsistent? But you're right. I think the attitude to have is if you're a real fan, you should be appreciative of the retro that's coming out and, and the fact that you're able to to obtain that and not be so hard on for, you know, those small details like 3M piping. And, you know, like you said, it's just the way that sneakers have evolved and, you know, we may never get it. So it's, you kind of stress over, over things that can't be fixed anyways. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying that I don't, I don't understand it either. Like there's a part of me that wants to, to complain, but especially for penny fans, like it's getting to the point where beggars can be choosers. Really. We, we don't get a whole ton of penny releases. Like when Nike does release a penny retro, you're almost 
shooting yourself in the foot if you're complaining. Like, I understand why. Like, there's always room for improvement. But I'm at the point in my life as a collector where a penny retro, that's a blessing. Right. Uh, I'm just happy to have it. <clears throat> like, just, that's just give it to me. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. It's different because, like, when you look in comparison to Jordans, right? In my quorum about Jordans, when it comes to the retros, you're doing the same shoe multiple times. Mm-hmm. Fucking fix them. That's different, right? If you're giving me three fucking retros of a Black Cement 3, fucking fix it. Give us the whatever we want. And when, when it comes to the penny, because we don't get it, I don't care. I'm just happy to have the shoe. <laughs> like, yeah. straight up. Just, I'm happy to have it. Next, I need that Orlando penny, that penny two, that Orlando black. Nike, if you're listening, I need that one next. I think yeah. the last retro was 08, somewhere around that ballpark. We need those. I'm tempted to buy an 08 pair, and there's not a lot of life left in that. Yeah. So I need a new one. Put it out there. Full disclaimer. But I'm just happy to have it. Mark's, Mark's reaching back there. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I need those, man. And speaking of Penny 2s, hold on. Today, we saw leaked images. Do-see. Of the Stussy. Don't fucking get me started, Kev. Like, I, was <laughs> I had to ask. Talk- you know, I've got penny enthusiasts here. I saw the pictures, right? And yo, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to say my thoughts until oh, I hear oh. yours because yeah, I know where you're going. Okay. You know what I mean? Yo. Like the Stussy penny yo. twos. When it was rumored, I know Rich was saying, "Man, I gotta see what these look like. They're gonna do these proper." My thoughts on them? Yo. I don't think. I don't like them personally. I don't think that they're that fucking that fucking better not be them. That's all I fucking know. <laughs> the midsole collector, yo, shout out to Sean. He posted them, and I was like, "What the fuck are these? That is so fucking lazy. Like, what is that? You might as well not have just done them. It's like a slap in the face. It's an all black, right, with canvas upper. The Stussy logo is there on the uh, on the side of the shoe. In a, in a weird spot, if I may add. Like, that's just my personal opinion. I don't know if it's the same for you guys, but Mark, what, what are your thoughts? DJ Monte Carlo actually sent me uh, photos of them. Like, because of the time difference, I got it in the middle of the night. So I didn't know if I was, like, fucking dreaming. Or shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> again, like, okay, ever positive me, like, in a vacuum, it's like, okay, that's kind of interesting, like, what they did with it. But, like, yeah, it looked like, it looks like the um the phone pauses, the comedy Garsons or whatever. Oh, you remember yeah. the, okay. The, yep. Where they, they switched they, up they, the home. They sort of did that whirlwind type deal. Yep. That's, very that's lackluster. Really what it reminded me of. Very, yeah. Like they got like some really, yeah, like some really designer, I don't I know, like some high end designer person. Just not the price tag. No, the phone posits are nice. That Stussy 2 does not work. It does not. <laughs> Even if they like got rid of the Stussy branding, like that would like be slightly better. And I don't understand why they got rid of. Like they, they took this whole thing off. This thing is gone. Yes, it's gone. gone. Yeah. Did it that way because the guy that designed that and the guy that designed the new Travis Scotts got together, probably got fucked up and said, Yeah, let's just make it black and simple. And <laughs> yeah. oh, you're, talking about, is, you're talking about the Jordan one Travis Low. Yeah, that's all thing is the like, exact same take, as that black Stussy. So like I could take I could just rip this off and I'll write Stussy <laughs> here. Yeah. Stussy yeah. on it. Yeah, it's I mean it pretty much looks like that. Yeah, he's just holding up the all black classic pair. So, but then the choice of material as well, because I know they've done the Stussy joints like the Air Force Ones uh, with the same canvas, right? 
So for me, when I saw the canvas again on the on the Air Penny Two, I just thought this just seems so unoriginal. It's almost kind of like they took all the leftover material that they had from the Black Air Force Ones and just slapped it on a Penny Two instead. Like, what the hell are we gonna do with the rest of all this canvas that we have? Well, we got this uh, Air Penny Two collab supposed to be coming up. Let's just slap it on those, and that's kind of what I felt that they did with that. And I just I just wasn't sure if the sentiments were the same for you know guys that were really excited for you know, this Penny 2 collab. And then it's all black. Like, come on, guys. Even if they, yo, even if they would have kept the logo there towards the back of the shoe and put fucking Stussy in there, like, a, a, some shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, accent colors gosh, or something like that. I'm over the collabs. Yeah, like, I'm just over the collabs altogether. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm very, I'm fucking exhausted. They need to fucking just stop. Just give us the original shit, man. Like, I feel like we're in a time, I'm going on a fucking tangent, but I, I feel like everything now is just clap, 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 clap. And it's all just shit. Like, it's getting to a point where it's just like, you're beating a fucking dead horse, man. Like, just stop. I was highly upset about this fucking too, because I was really looking forward to it. And you give me a fucking all-black canvas shoot. What the fuck I'm going to do with that? I like the um, social status ones, though. The, have you seen those? those were, but, see, but see what the social status? That mm -hmm. black pair especially, it was a nice nod to the fucking original. Like you took element, you didn't change it that much. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, like, I mean, I know what you're talking about. Um, the, have you seen the social status too, though? The leaked images of the social status. I see. See that I could work with that. Those yeah. are nice. That is a little bit more effort. This Stussy pair, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> the two. <laughs> it's something. Yeah, it's something. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, I don't want to get. I don't want to get anybody in their feels and all that stuff. But I just, I thought it was very underwhelming. I was just curious to, to hear what your guys' thoughts were. Sounds like everyone's. Don't worry. I was. I was ready to talk about those, Kev. Yeah. I okay. Ready to go. Because I was highly upset uh, when I seen that. Right. This should be a hot topic in the. The panel. In the pa yeah, I think I think I might bring something up like that. But because Mark is not going to be part of the panel, I was hoping, you know, and without giving out any of our ideas, I was kind of hoping you would show us, you know, one of your prized pennies. Like, what would you consider, like, maybe your prized penny that you have access to right now? I mean, I don't want you to go digging crazy. And I know this, I kind of sprung this out of nowhere. But is there something that you can show me that... I probably won't see from guys like DJ Monte Carlo or guys like oh. Mitsu Collector. Surprise me, surprise them. I, 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 I want I want you to bust something out here. Oh, right? No, no, no. Just because uh, something that yeah. DJ Monte Carlo has, that's you're setting the bar kind of high. Or, do, or does it have? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm reaching too far for this, but show me something that's your prized possession. Maybe somebody else has it, but like, I like to see something that, you know, you don't see often. Um, okay, so something you don't see often. This is, I just, these caught my eye, so I'll bring these up. These are any ones from the hoops um, bag. Ooh, You've probably seen them before, but you don't see them very often. Like, nope. oh, they release baby blue on it. Uh, yeah, and there's no the penny logo on it. It's up tempo. Ooh, up tempo yeah. Yeah. So these released like alongside. Um, it was a pack, like a pretty big pack. The most notable other shoe was the um, Airmore Uptempo Black and Reds. And those were specific because it had like a corduroy, corduroy sock liner on the Uptempos, the Airmore Uptempos. But obviously I'm a Penny fan, so this is the only shoe from that pack that I tracked down. I've never even fucking seen those. Five, yeah, I've never seen those before. Hold on, can you show that Uptempo logo in the back again? Mm -hmm. 
and Mark, send me a picture of that pair as well. Because with the panel, we're, yeah, we'll probably do like kind of at least pictures of the guys bringing some stuff. So we'll throw yours in. Even though you're not part of it, we'll definitely throw that pair in there. Yeah. That's um, fucking ill. Yeah. Man. That was really rare. Like, I'm tempted to break out one of my favorite Airpenny one pairs, but Rich has this pair actually. And that, that's the New York pair. And like, yes, I, love, I love that shoe so much. Like, when you say like one of my prized possessions, like I consider that one of my prized possessions, like pretty close to original specs. Like that's a colorway done right. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah. it doesn't have to be drastically different from like the OG colorways. Like if you were to like do a Jordan from a different city, like I always go back to like the Air Jordan 10 city series. Like yes, that was really done, you know, like Seattle, you don't have to change like the whole shoe green, just give it some green accents and it's perfect. You know what I mean? So New York penny, mostly Orlando, but just throw a little bit of orange hints on that. Yeah. That New York was a a beautiful nod to the, to the OG. I'll have to agree with you on that. That pair was actually gifted to me, man. And yeah, that one is up there for me as well. So dope. So I'm wearing it until it's just done. Like I'm (laughs) trying to get as much wear out of that shoe before it's finished. So I agree with you on that one. Yeah, like Listen, it would be Mark. nice to get that retro, retro, but you know, who knows? Yes, sir. Yeah. Listen, Mark. I'm, honestly, I'm hoping, sorry, Kev. No, no, go I'm ahead. Hoping, and I'm hoping you, you, you hit on that Orlando pair. I definitely want to see guys who want this shoe, who want to wear this shoe, get them. Fuck, we'll see what we can do, man. If you need help, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking. I'm sorry, these motherfuckers be helping me, so I'm here extending my hand, and <laughs> I began help. So. But like, you know, whatever we could do too, like, you know, you know what I mean? These guys are, these guys are always looking out. They're great. Hit us up. You know, I definitely want to see you get a pair. You know, a lot of guys on this panel and all the, the penny collectors out there, I think it's just, we're deserving of this. And I'm a little nervous because the hype for them now is just, is crazy. I was upset how they rolled out the social status because I feel like they build this hype for this shoe now and with that release, it's just going to propel this Orlando pair to where it doesn't need to be. Like, you let the guys like us get them. So I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, that you know, you get your hands on those. So that white pair as well, I need both of them. So appreciate that, man. Yeah, both are definitely on my checklist. So hopefully I'll get that. I mean, I'll, I'll get them one way or another, man. Yeah, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And you'll be happy. Those social status ones, you're going to yeah. be happy with those for sure. Okay. So I'm glad you got those. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Kevin. Nah, man. Honestly, this is this has been such a dope episode. Honestly, appreciate you, Mark, taking the time out, uh, especially with the time difference. Again, you know, you being in Japan, sir. Sure. Um, but just loving hearing the stories, man. Like you, you brought me back, and that's what I love about uh, all these episodes is that take me back to my Orlando Magic days too, like before. <laughs> Before the Raptors, outside of the Bulls, like everybody liked the Bulls, and I didn't have a team that I could follow. And when Penny came on this, like obviously with Shaq, I loved Shaq already, but when Penny came on the scene, that was like our next Jordan, you know, like that was like watching Jordan play almost in in a sense because his gameplay, his style of play was, you know, it, it was just it was electric, man. It was just crazy, like just how he how how he dunked and you know his power and the finesse and just. He had all the makings of Jordan, and uh, it just really brought me back to hear the stories of, you know, just you growing up and watching Penny play and just, you know, getting that feel again, right? So it's unfortunate that you're not going to be able to 
to to be with us on the panel again. Oh man, um, you know because I'll be there in spirit. I'll be there in spirit. Yes, no. yes sir. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely have to shout you out, but we definitely appreciate you coming on. So thanks again, Mark. Definitely. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, man. It was a it was a pleasure. Yes, sir. Yeah. Shout outs. Yeah, so we can transition like to shout outs now. Yes. So does um anybody have uh, shout outs that they want? Uh, I'll kick it off. Shout out to homies that all were on this. You know, those are my guys over there. Want to also shout out uh, Parlor 23. Super dope spot. Those, you know, Jaron always hold me down. Um, and Mark, you know, I always, I always shout out the guests. Appreciate you, man. This has been a blast just to hear the stories. And like I said, just taking the time out. You know, it's a big time difference. And I'm glad that we were just able to coordinate this. And uh, it was just nice to chopping it up, man. And, and as I said, you know, to the other guests, I just want to give Penny his flowers because, you know, Penny has been important to me, you know, as a kid, as I said, man, first basketball jersey, that Orlando pinstripe, 95. I'll never forget it. I wore that shit every day. And I just, yeah, just want to shed some light on him because I think, you know, he, he's important to a lot of people. You know, I don't think we talk about him enough as well as his line. So I just felt that this segment would just, you know, just shine some light on you, know, Penny Hardaway, man, because... Such a dope player, such a dope line. And it's just nice to see, you know, his stuff coming back. And also connecting with a lot of the guys all over the world, man, that appreciate Penny, you know, like I do. And shit, got some shit I ain't never seen before. So <laughs> for me, this is, I'm all in my glory, man. So I definitely appreciate you, man. And thank you for taking the time just to chop it up with us. Appreciate it. I had a great time. I had a great time. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. I, I have a quick shout out. Actually, I'm just going to, you know, shout out again, Ilikoi Goods from out in uh, out in Hawaii for creating that father-son one-of-one hats for me out of the Mars Yard overshoe material, man. Like, if you guys get a chance, give him a follow, check out his shit. He usually has some stuff that, he, um, that he'll post for sale. He does commissions too, so if you have anything that you want created, just check out his feed. He does lots of super dope shit, so just shout outs again to Ilikoi Goods for those two hats for me. Juan, anything for you? Yeah, uh, just shout out to Tom, Captivated Soul. And bro, if you're a sneaker con, come through, see me. He messages me, we talk about sneakers, just like everyone else. I can't wait to see if y'all are in sneaker con Toronto. I'm going to be in there. Let's talk. I might have some stuff to give away, and it's not just my size, just a little secret for y'all. <laughs> yeah, see, he's fully out of witness protection now. He can yeah. <laughs> tell everyone where he's going to be. Yeah. So. Kali, what about you? Got yeah, any shout outs? Um, I'm just going to shout out everyone that I've been working with recently in all forms of media and content creation and everyone that I'm going to start working with in the future. There's a bunch of people we have, a ton of projects we're ready to do and people were just talking about things. But yeah, I'm currently not charging to do any of this work. We're just doing it so we can all grow together. So yeah, shout out everyone that wants content created. And lastly, our guest, Mark, any shout outs? Um, yeah. Just a big shout out to to Team Penny. You know, there aren't too many of us out there. So, you know, it's awesome to, you know, you know, ask to be a part of a podcast because I'm a Penny fan, you know, not, you know, in spite of the fact that I'm a Penny fan for a change. So it was it was a real mm-hmm. pleasure. Big shout out to Team Penny. You guys had some great guests on already. Midsole Collector, DJ Monte Carlo, probably the two guys that are the most active getting Team Penny's name out there. So huge respect for both of those guys. Much respect to you too, Rich. Like I've been following you for you know a long time, a long time on IG. So it's I feel like we're kind of kindred spirits in you know the way that we're we're fans of Penny. So it's finally good to to talk to you in person. 
or you know through Zoom. Sure. But it's been it's been a pleasure. So huge shout out to you guys. Huge shout out to Team Penny. Let's keep Penny Hardaway's name out there. Yeah. Dope. Yes, sir. Well, we don't have Trev here, so we can't do uh, the official outro. Who wants to? Uh, who wants to? Who wants to take a crack at it? I've been I following mean, Trevor for a while. Like I was hoping he would be on, so I could you know, to see him. Yeah. yeah, he was disappointed. He was disappointed. So shout out to Trev. Shout, shout out to Trev. I guess I can take it. Let's take it away, Colin. Here, guys. Okay, so you know what, everyone? It. It's been a pleasure for me to host today. It's been a pleasure to have you on, Mark. Been a pleasure with Thank all you boys. And uh, yeah, we have been here, the In Kicks We Trust podcast, and we will continue to be the In Kicks We Trust podcast. And that is goodbye, I guess, you know. So good night, <laughs> sweet dreams. Maybe you're listening in the morning, have some breakfast. Who knows what time of day you listen to? Because our podcast is great to listen any time of the day. <laughs> Nice little freestyle there. You forgot to mention the hashtag, so... I mean, yeah, you can hashtag yes. us, but I'm pretty sure most of you guys know what to do, right? Yeah, you can find us so on where, Instagram where can, at Kicks Trust. There we uh, go. I mean, yeah, you can, can find us on Instagram at Kicks Trust. Most likely, if you found this podcast, you already found us on Instagram. But for those who haven't, maybe you're joining new. Maybe you're from somewhere else in the world. Listen to our beautiful voices and just found us randomly. Check us out on all platforms at the Kicks We Trust on IG. You know, we're on Podbean. We're on everything else at the Kicks We Trust podcast. Just basically Google in Kicks We Trust. We should pop up. <laughs> uh, well, okay. okay. Anyhow, <laughs> Center yeah. Great. Where can we find you? <laughs> yeah, where can we find you, Kali? I mean, you can find me everywhere, pretty much. Uh, your local uh, cannabis store, or you can find me on IG at The Hollywood Life. All right. One, okay, where can we find you, Kevin? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram as well, Kevin K. Man. One. One. You can find me on Instagram, three, two, one. Like I said, you could always message me about travel and kicks. Mainly Jordan ones, but everything's fair game. Rich. It's not, I guess I'll go next. You can find me on IG, Grill Status 13. Uh, and Trev, you can find Trev on what? Is it Trevsky? The golf course? Tre- yeah. Trevsky, not Trevsky. Trevsky 63. There you now. go. Trevsky yeah. 63. And Mark, where can they find you, my guy? Only on Instagram. So Mark Q, that's M-A-R-Q underscore Q. Always looking forward to meeting new people. So, yeah, check out my page. All right. I'll handle this part, man. Thank you, everyone. And what does Trev usually say? He says, stay safe. I don't know. He usually screws up. No, he says, stay safe and be well.